Hey there, Creative Minds. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Nick Gamp Podcast. This is episode 22. I'm Nick Gamp. I'm your host, photographer, filmmaker, all-around creative, entrepreneur. And today, we're diving deep into the world of photography, self-reflection, and some essential skills that can elevate your craft to a different level. Make sure you stick around because we have a lot of valuable insights coming your way. So let's get right into it. Let's start this off with asking a crucial question. Do we have the skill set to be where we want to be in life? Let's have an honest conversation with ourselves. Is there a part of our craft in photography, filmmaking that may have room for improvement? Are there people in the industry excelling where we fall short? Maybe it's sales. Maybe it's relationship building. Maybe it's dialing in your lighting. Let's talk about some actionable steps to improve this aspect. And it all begins with self-reflection. Self-reflection is huge. How easy is it to push those problems, those weaknesses, those shortcomings under the rug, put them in the closet, ignore them. It's easier to ignore them because we know that we have to address them and we have to address them. It kind of hurts. It sucks. Let's break this down. Photography. Okay. Maybe my skill set is not very strong in lighting. And I see someone on social media, YouTube, someone who got published in a magazine. And I see that their lighting is really good. And every time I light my subject, whether it's myself doing self-portraits or I'm taking photos of someone else, my lighting never looks as good. And... I may call myself a professional photographer. I may be making money from it. Do you think if you improve that part of your craft, you might be able to elevate your projects and work on bigger projects? Or could you just simply ignore that your shortcoming, that your lighting isn't that good and just continue to be at the same level where you're at and never improve? Never improve your business, never improve your craft. And quite frankly, knowing you're ignoring a shortcoming, it, it's going to eat at you whether you're conscious of it or you're not. So the question is, how do we get better at a shortcoming? Well, the first step is identifying the shortcoming. Let's identify it. So for this sake, lighting. Okay, how can I improve my lighting? Well, the first thing you can do is you can try to mimic someone who does good lighting and maybe you can't figure out the dialing and the settings still because they're not sharing them asking someone who is better than you who's done it before whether it's someone on social media maybe an, an industry leader in your local market just someone who's done it before they have the experience they have the knowledge the background and maybe they can share some of the settings that they know business advice we're talking about lighting right now though so after they share that, then do you think that we might want to practice those skills and improve upon them? I know every time I go on a production set, I always practice my lighting, my sound, 
my camera settings. I dial everything in before I even go to production. Because I know when I hit there in production, there's going to be things that are unexpected to happen. So if I can dial in my foundations, my lighting, audio, I have my storyboard and my shot list ready to go. It'll be a lot easier and a lot smoother during production. So practicing before you go to the actual real life production is going to make a huge difference. Identify the problem. Try to mimic someone in the industry that you've seen do it. And if you can't figure it out, ask a, a leader, ask someone who's done it before, ask a mentor, ask them for help. People want to help other people. I don't know about you, but if you've ever been asked by maybe someone younger than you, a question that you know, maybe they don't know. At least for me, I know I'm very willing and I want to help them and I want to give my knowledge because I don't want them to go through the same thing that I want to. Maybe I can shorten their learning curve by 5, 10, 20 years and they can succeed quicker with the knowledge from me that maybe I had a mistake at this age, 21. And I tell them, this is how you get around it. This is how you overcome that. And then they overcome that and they don't waste 10 more years trying to figure out that one problem. So don't be afraid to ask for help from a mentor, someone who knows the craft, knows the business better than you. More than likely, they want to help. But don't forget, if they, don't, if they say no or they don't respond to you, don't assume that they're being snotty. Maybe they're busy. Maybe they didn't see it. And maybe they do see it and they don't respond. Can't take those things personally. Move on and ask the next person. Keep asking until you find someone who wants to help you. There's good people out there that want to help. I promise you that. There's been a lot of people in my life that have helped me out, learn photography, business, just simply life. And... I wouldn't be in the position I'm at right now without all those people teaching me these valuable insights, sharing their processes and the things that they've gone through. So moving on to the next portion of the podcast, creativity is a journey. And what do I mean by that? We're always getting better or getting worse or staying the same. No one path is linear some ways that I've improved my creativity, my photography, my video. I've asked for feedback on the work I've done, whether it's a photography photo, it's a video, and it might be someone, one of my friends who's in the creative industry, and I say, hey, uh, yo, Jake, I um, posted this photo. No, I didn't post this photo. I created this photo, and do you see any errors? I would like your feedback. What do you think about it? Jake might tell me, hey, Nick, your shadows seem to be a little bit bright and it looks a little unnatural. And I think if you brought down those shadows just a little bit, you might be able to really convey that depth in that photo. Okay, Jake, uh, let me try it out. I go around, try it out, mess around. Looks like he was right. He was onto some. He saw something that I didn't see. When we create art, we tend to get a little close to it and it would become blinded. We have these blinders. Well, sometimes we can't really see 
asked what we made. We're like, yeah, I worked so hard on this. But in reality, even though you worked really hard on this piece, this art piece, maybe there's things that you could tweak about it. And an easy way to do that is to ask for help, ask for feedback, ask for people's opinions, but also take it with a grain of salt. Being an artist is also subjective. Not everything is going to look good to everybody. What I think looks good may not be what you think looks good. So take it with a grain of salt, but there is value in getting feedback from other creators, artists, even people who are non-creatives because a lot of the times, say if you're posting on social media, you're posting on YouTube, you're making a film. A lot of people watching your art pieces, your films, your photography is a general audience and they might perceive your work differently. So it is good to get feedback from a general audience because if it doesn't catch their attention and they might not really care, maybe you might want to change it a little bit. But again, take this with a grain of salt. What is the purpose for your, your art piece? Are you trying to impact people? Are you doing this to express yourself? Don't base everything off other people's opinions, but also do take, take feedback. Have a balance of both. So switching gears a little bit, in the world of camera gear of 2024, there looks like there might be two new cameras. The a7 IV, no, 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 no. The a7 V. So a7 IV came out back in 2021 and the rumor mill is right now in the Sony Electronics is that the a7 V might have a whopping 49 megapixels. That is a huge jump from the a7 IV. The a7 IV was about 33 megapixels. So that's about 15 megapixels more for a hybrid camera. Cameras are only getting better. And the a7 IV was a huge hit because it's one of the best hybrid cameras on the market right now. a7 IV, I own one. Shoots 4K video, 60 frames per second, 10 bit. Has a 33 megapixels for photography. Not bad low light. And another camera that could be coming out. Now it's Sony's entry level cinema camera, the FX3. They might be coming out with an FX3 too. And one thing I want you to know, if you're feeling limited on your gear, remember the movie that just came out just recently called The Creator was mostly filmed with the FX3. A four or $5,000 camera, not the most expensive cinema camera, it's small, it's compact, it doesn't have all the fancy nuts and bolts, it doesn't have built-in ND filters. And they created a feature film. People loved it. You can create a movie with less gear than you think. I can promise you that. I've created short films. I've created different aspects of filmmaking photography with not the fanciest gear. The most important thing, I'm sure you've heard this before, story. Story is king. And it's not just about the story. I mean, is there good writing? Did you create good sound design? It goes beyond just the camera you're using. Sound is half the battle. If you have good sound, you're going to have a lot more engaging of a film. Truly, do not get discouraged by the gear. I've, I've been there. 
I still get there sometimes. Man, wouldn't it be so nice if I had this really fancy red camera, this really fancy Ari Alexa. It would take my filmmaking to the next level. It might help. It might help a lot and improve the quality. But if I don't have the skill set to tell a really good story, it's not going to be there. It's not going to be that useful. I truly mean that. I wish I would have learned how to tell a story earlier on in my creative career rather than later because now maybe in the past couple of years I've really been trying to learn how to tell a story better I understand the technical aspects of filmmaking and photography but being able to tell the story that that's where it's hard and to do that to create an emotion and evoke emotion into someone make them feel something effectively that's it's amazing work and it's not easy if you're gonna take one thing from this podcast just remember big visions can come to life with the right mindset i'll say it one more time big visions can come to life with the right mindset started back off at the beginning take actionable steps identify the problem figure out how we can get better figure out how we can communicate get feedback ask for help remember Cure is not everything. Tell the story that you want to tell with the gear you have. Whatever camera you have, I'm sure is good enough for what you need to tell. As we wrap up today's podcast, really just want you to know that I appreciate you for listening, following along, and I hope you gain something out of this podcast episode. If you're following us on YouTube right now and you're watching this, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment. What do you think about it? Does gear matter? Should we worry about that or should we worry about the story we're telling? What do you think? If you're listening to this on Apple Music, Spotify, leave us a review on there. Subscribe to us on there. Don't, don't forget to connect with us on Instagram. It's at the Nick Amp Podcast. And me, my personal account is at the Nick Amp. And again, thank you for listening. And until next time, keep creating, keep striving to get better. And don't forget to be honest with yourself and self-reflect. I'll catch you in the next one.